kids Come join us at the corner Of the round table Welcome to the latest edition of the Corner of the Round Table. What a fantastic week of sport we have coming up. We've got the start of the NRL, uh, UFC 285, which looks fantastic. I'm here with Corbs for the moment. How are you? Good. How you going? Pretty good. How uh, we just had our well, actually, we just had our, dra- our NRL fantasy draft day on Saturday, um, which was a great day. I'm still in my clothes from the draft. <laughs> I haven't fully recovered. Definitely a little, little less soulful. Yeah, I've I've got my um, Broncos footy shorts on, so and you're sitting straight down the barrel from me. So yeah. just be careful. Yeah, that's fine. Be careful. I don't Sharon Stone you in basic <laughs> basic instinct. A little bit of Jerry Collins on field action beforehand, taking a piss. <laughs> yeah, just be careful. What do you think of your draft team? Oh, I'm super pumped with my forward pack. Yeah. And then it just tapers off the, as I go down the line. Who have you got in the forwards? Um, I'll get it up, actually. I um, am pretty concerned about my team. I think it's lacking firepower because I had pick 15. And I definitely – I think by the time it came to me – because it's we got 16 teams in the comp. Yeah. It's it a lot of players. To, I mean, it's not – I mean, it really, like – Drops the pools, the talent pool down, to actually, spread around. I actually think it'd be better with like ten to twelve teams because then you got those extra. Well, we, we've got my back line looks like it wouldn't compete against the Dolphins, really. You know. Yeah, yeah. Who's in it? All right, so oh, here we go. Sorry, I'm in. Um, so my forward packs, I reckon, pretty good. Um, I've got Croker as uh, at hooker, Cam Murray, Fisher, Harris, and Christian Welch at mids. That's a strong. That's strong. Then um, Nat Butcher and Teague Wilton. That's good on the edge. My um, my halves are um, Ilias and Flanagan. That's weak as piss. That's weak, but that's le- so weak. At least they're starting, you know. And then <laughs> I've had to go to the free market and I picked up. <laughs> I I had two centers that were just not selected for any team this year. Uh, yeah, like that was towards the end of the draft, and I was getting like I, I concentrated way too much on the forwards. Anyways, I got. Um, Pompey from from the Warriors, who's a starting centre, yeah, which is good, and yeah, and Naden, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's getting bad. You wouldn't pick him, but you'd take him if you had, you had to, to. I guess. And then I got um, my backs are um, Nickel Clockstad, which I'm pretty happy with, Kiraz, and Katoa. So I'm, it's not too. I, bad. It's not too bad, you know. The forwards I hope can get me through a few of those games. Well, you got Cam Murray, yeah. Um. I just got, I don't know, I, my first pick was Hopgood and I'm really relying on him to have like a stellar season. Yeah, which he could. He could. I think he definitely can. Yeah. As long as he gets lots of minutes playing um, lock for Parramatta. But I just like firepower and it was because now there's like a lot of trades and a lot of movement in the league, which is kind of good because we've got so many people because it makes that side of it kind of interesting. But I, I'm trying to like trade with, well, I've met, thrown a couple offers out, but... People aren't really. I, I don't feel like I've got a lot of stuff that people want. It, yeah, and the ones you, the ones like people do want, 
you don't want to give up, you know, because they're the only kind of strong point in your team. Yeah, exactly. Like I would literally have to come at someone with a Cam Murray if I want a good centre or half. Yeah, but I think it'll open up a bit more when pe- when people start playing because there's so many unknowns at the moment, and when and if people get like big scores, um, people will start to actually want them. Yeah, especially with a couple of these um, like a couple of these like. <laughs> At more average players, if they start having like a stellar start of the season, which can happen with these shitter teams. Yeah. And then people will be like, oh, Naden's a bit of a pickup. And I'm like, trade you for Cleary. <laughs> <laughs> Won't happen. But no. how much did it benefit, I believe, like the, like, like Wabs who got the first pick? Yeah. Because he got, he obviously got first pick, got Nico. But then when it swung around again to him, up, which he had to wait, mm. what is it? 32 goes, yeah. nearly. 30, he then got the 32nd, 33rd, which yeah, there was still a couple of good... played it snake style. Exactly. But yeah, I don't, like, I, I just feel like... I still think being at the top benefited you because I just feel like I didn't get any, like, guns. Nah. I got Reese Robson, who's probably going to be one of the better hookers, but well, I don't know. I feel like it fucked me a bit being 15th. Oh, definitely. Because how many, like, top, top-tier top point scorers would you say there are? There'd be, like, 10. Yeah, ten guys that you can really rest your hat on. Yeah, yeah. I but don't know. I don't know how I got Murray at pick. I think I was pick nine. Yeah, and Murray was at like top score available. I'm like, oh, I've got to go him. You know. Yeah. But anyways, should be very interesting season. Yeah. I don't see them there being too many like good good trades. No, I think it'll be it'll it'll open up a bit more once people start scoring. I'm just waiting now. I'm just I like tried to throw a couple of guys. I didn't really want around. But, like, obviously no one's going to take him. But then I thought to myself, I might as well just wait a couple of rounds and then when guys start scoring, people start wanting to make moves. And injuries. Injuries will be interesting. Yeah. Because if you get an injury, someone who's out just for two weeks or so, you know? Yeah. And if you play it smartly and pick up someone who's injured. Yeah. It'll be – it's going to be good. Hang on. Dano's calling him. We'll get Dano in. Yeah, righto, mate. All right, we're on. we got Dano on the line now. He didn't want to miss uh, a minute of the NRL chart. No, I've got – I actually don't have news, Miguel. I was lying, but I, I did learn something. Yeah. NRL clubs have their own pubs. Oh, like a, le- a, a leagues club. And they're a real thing. You don't – AFL clubs don't have leagues clubs? They don't. And I was staying That'd in – That'd be right. In oh. – <laughs> So I was in Bondi Junction, Minga and Corbs, and the street I was on, can't remember what it was. This is like today. <laughs> um, There's a big sort of like photo thing of that Tedesco and shit, and it was uh, the Roosters. That's the Roosters, what do you call it? Leagues Club. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic idea. Yeah, it's good. Do they all – like, does everyone go there after games and stuff? And do the players go there? Like, what's the I'm, go? I'm pretty sure the Penrith Panthers, after they won the grand final, had their kick on at the league's club. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. Uh, we you almost would. went to the Broncos league's club after our fantasy draft on Saturday, actually. Somehow, like, is it fans and stuff that go? Like, what would happen on a, on a game day? Would fans go and watch a game from the league's club? I don't think so, because where, where is the Broncos one? It's like... Oh, they, yeah, they would. Yeah, they, they'd it's go there to Red watch Hill. it, I guess. It's at but Red Hill, like down the road from Suncorp Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Caxton Street's where it's at for Broncos games. Yeah, I reckon you'd get heaps of people watching them there, sure. wouldn't they? Yeah, they'd have to be. Yeah. 
they should they should make them the most local, homey sort of pubs, shouldn't they? How sick would it be if well, there was just like it's more of an RSL vibe. Yeah, I know. That's what that's the that's the idea I got when I looked at it. There's, but, po- there's pokies. Yeah. Pokey but it'd be pretty sick if it was like an old school pub that that had heaps of TVs that only showed the footy. Yeah, it'd be sick if it was like that. But they usually have like their um, training ground attached to them, and then they need pokies to keep afloat. Yeah, and then they need all the they need all the old people in there just draining their bank accounts, mm. draining their super. Yeah, draining their super. The super, the super of the elderly is what really keeps these clubs afloat. Yeah, well, just they're, when they're dipping into their super on a Saturday night after they've had a few. Oh, Tuesday, you know. Tuesday. Night. Oh, Monday Sorry. morning. <laughs> doors open. Yeah, doors open Monday morning. It's prime prime super sucking time. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. we are well. The the season what? so the AFL season doesn't start for a couple of weeks, hey? Yeah, it's like the seventeenth or sixteenth of March, two weeks. Yeah, so we've just got NRL and um I'm so excited. We got our first game tomorrow night. I'm so excited. Footy's so back. Pumped. So pumped. Oh, how much more real real and normal and good does everything seem when the footy's back on? Yeah, it's a bit grim when it's not on. Everything's just a little oh. bit better. Everything's just that bit better. Just quickly before, because we want to, we really want to get stuck into the UFC. But who do you think's gonna win, and who do you think's gonna wooden spoon Corbs? I'm in a toss up for who's gonna win, but um, I mean, I'm between Penrith and Roosters. Um, the only doubts I got on the Roosters is if they keep um, injury free. They always have a stack of injuries. Always, yeah end up in the second half of the season with like half the team injured. So a lot of people don't reckon Panthers can do three. I reckon they definitely can do three. Yeah. Um, that like that they're running 13 on the field um, of their, of the, um, sorry, 11 of the 13 that played the grand final. Yeah. Tomorrow. So that's. For some reason, I still think like they're not going to be as good. Yeah. Or the, they won't. They, that showed last year as soon as, um, um, Who's the big boy with the magic noodle hair? Kickow. Kickow. When, yeah. when, when um Kickow was off the field when he went and played international, like they were, they they like visibly showed a lack in that punching power, you know, from him. Yeah, well, him and Coruscant too. They're big, Coruscant, big losses, huge loss. But I I actually kind of think the Sharks might get it. You know, the smoky as well is the Cowboys. Yeah, I I keep forgetting about the Cowboys. They, they had a stellar season last year. The year before they were good, but not like last year's stellar, and then. But they just didn't have that that finishing thing to beat, like you know, the bit just yeah. to beat the Roosters. But I mean, so, to beat the um, Penrith. But Parramatta, they lost too. Yeah, that's right. Cow- they they I, played I like the cow- shit. Cowboys are a big smoky. Yeah, I I agree. I'm gonna go with Sharks. Who do okay. you, who do you think? Um, What's your pick? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Roosters if they're fit and healthy. And what about you, Dano? Um, Melbourne Storm. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, nah, <laughs> nah, I don't. Really, I don't really know. Mean, I've heard. I've heard the Roosters are going to be good this year. I think you. You were talking about last year, Minga or Corbs, one of you. 
Yeah, um, I've been talking them up this year too. But then Brandon didn't the Panthers scared. just didn't the Panthers just dominate this year? Uh, last year they pretty much did, yeah. Last year, yeah. yeah. So is there any is there any reason for them to drop off? Yeah, definitely. definitely. They've lost their hooker, who's a, like as we know as Brisbane fans is a yeah. just like yeah, sweet. So position. the the Roosters are home. The Roosters are home. They could be. We're, it, it's going to be good though. And one more one more thing though, wooden spoon. Oh, this is tough. Oh, it's got to be the I Gold think, Coast, bloody. No, I don't think I don't think it'd be Titans. I reckon they might be battling for a spot in the in the eight, the outer eight. But I think um, I think the spoon race is just as exciting as the race for the top this year. It is this year. This is a, this is a tough spoon year. <laughs> yeah, it's a good spoon year. Um, I'm kind of thinking, like initially, I was thinking the Dolphins, but then the more I think about it, I'm thinking maybe the Warriors, New Zealand Warriors. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Warriors, even though Dolphins is the obvious choice because they're the new team. I just think the I just think that that Kiwi side just lacks a lot of firepower. Yeah, they they do definitely. And at least they're going to be playing games at home this year because that killed them the last few years. But I still don't think it's going to be enough. Yeah, that's yeah, they're looking very shaky. Yeah, I'm going to probably have to go with um. St. George Dragons. That's it. Yeah, that's a good I one. See, the, the spoon race is huge it's this huge. year. It's huge. There's like four or five teams, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. It, it's honestly rivaling the premiership. <laughs> In excitement levels. Yeah. That's how excited I am for the season. I'm just keen on the spoon race as well. <laughs> what, what about you, Dano? Me? Yeah, did you say Gold Coast Titans? Yeah, Gold Coast Titans, Mega. <laughs> there you have it. Okay. Now, yeah, what? So you you texted me while we were recording this, saying you had NRL news, but you were just lying so you could get on. Oh, I was joking, and then you you rang pretty quick, and I didn't have time to tell you <laughs> I was joking. Well, I, I thought we had a scoop. Sorry, mate. I don't have any news about it. I just my news was about the little club thing. Oh yeah, gotcha. The RSL leagues clubs. Yeah, it was breaking news. So you, you're pretty much calling up to uh, report a crime. <laughs> yeah, I was calling up to report some super sucking. <laughs> yeah, you'd seen some super being sucked. That's fine. Yeah, this could be on a current affair tomorrow. Yeah, well, yeah, we're... pensioners. Yeah, it's it's sad. But you called the right place because I, mean, I think we care more than the police. Obviously, we care here at the. Around Naples. Yeah, whether we have the resources to do anything about it, that's another question. We certainly don't. Getting but, into this round, what are we thinking? Are we going to go tips? You want to go, you want to tip the whole round of the NRL? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I just think we have a quick chat. All right, we'll have a, we'll, we'll quickly run through it before we get into the UFC. All right. Yeah, what do you got, Corbs? So tomorrow night we've got the Eels versus Storm at at the Eels' home. Uh, Melbourne are, are slight favourites at $1.71 against the Eels, $2.15. And um, I hate going against Melbourne, but I think I'm going to tip Eels here. I think I'm going to go Eels too because they're at home. And that and um, Melbourne don't, like their centres, you know, like Remus Smith is back, but they're missing Olam. 
Their back line's looking grim, pa- isn't pa- it? Pappenhausen's out. Meany's yeah. in. Meany's good, but... They've got the spine intact. Yeah, without uh, Pap, but Meany's still yeah, good. Yeah, Pappenhausen's so big for them. I just can't back them at uh, Parramatta with just that. Parramatta like have beaten them the last. That line that's just lacking a lot of fucking strike power, I reckon. I think Parramatta beat but, them, was it two or three times last year as well towards the end? Five out of the last six they've beaten they, them. Oh, there you but go, there you go. I just, and that's, it's silly to even say that because they've still got Grant, Hughes and Munster. Yeah. But. Um, Epic. I just don't, I think it could go, it's a tough one. I could go either way, but I can't go with Storm. I'm going with the Eels. It's going to be an Eels 1-12 to 12 for me. Yeah, I like that too. The next one, Friday Arvo, we got New Zealand Warriors. Ah, uh, here we go. Bit of a spoon, <laughs> bit of a spooner. This is a spoon off, this one. The this Warriors. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> versus the Knights <laughs> over in... Uh, Auckland. Over in Auckland. Yeah. Now, uh, this is, uh, like I said, this is pr- pretty exciting stuff. Um, I like the Knights at 250 to topple them. My spoon pick, the Warriors. Yeah, I'm going to go Knights. Like, I just think their team looks a bit... Like, it's got a bit more quality to it. I actually found this one the hardest to tip out of all of them. Yeah, fair enough. And, and, and I'm still sort of, you know, going back and forth a fair bit. But I kind of like the Knights as well. The only thing I'm thinking about with the Warriors now is sometimes they just perform at home if they get a big crowd. But it's sort of one of those one in every ten games they do that. Yeah, I think... Um I think Newcastle at 250 is pretty good value. Especially with the Warriors missing Walsh and that. But then they, they no, pick up Martin. Oh, yeah. But I know? think it's not like... I don't really think Martin's like that good. No, nah, Martin's solid without being outstanding, you know? Yeah. It'll be interesting. Um, next game, Penrith Panthers versus Brisbane Broncos. Huge. Panthers short favourites, $1.20. Broncos, four fifty. Dano, what do you reckon about this one? Um, yeah, I reckon the Panthers, Minga. <laughs> now, if if, uh, if if we were picking this on leagues clubs, um, you'd probably have to pick Panthers as well. I think they've got a pretty good leagues club out there in Penrith. Do Melbourne have one? Oh, I'd say so. I'm going to Google it right well, now. Well, they they've got to pay their staff. You know, so they, I don't know how. They've got to have a pokey room somewhere. Yeah. They've got to be mining super from somewhere to pay to you know, especially to be that successful. But you're gonna okay. Yeah, I'd say so. Maybe look at maybe maybe have a look. Maybe Google it. Um, now I think Broncos. Well, I don't know. Like, is there a chance of an upset here? This is this is the right end of the season that we want to be at, where Broncos could cause an upset because they they started real strong last year as well. Yeah. But I can't see it happening. Have we got Reynolds? Yeah. We've okay. got Reynolds. Good. But we're missing Walsh, but we've got Cobo going to the back. I think um I think we could we could go pretty close here. I think it will be a lot tighter than what the odds reflect, but I do yeah. think Penrith at home, first game, reigning premiers. I've tipped Penrith. Yeah. I mean I like I could I could um I could definitely tip the Broncos for a bit of fun because nobody's gonna tip them. But Jeez, 450, I might have like a 10. I might have a bit of my super see, on it. See, that's what I'm going to put a bit of super on the Broncos yeah. just for a bit of play, but I'll be tipping Penrith. Can you still take 10 grand out of your super? I think you can only if you're punting it at the pokies on, um, at, at, an, at, at, a, <laughs> at an NRL club. Yeah, you have to be inside a TAB. 
Oh, that's the that's the rules at the moment. That's fine. Okay. That works for me. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I was thinking. Um, you have to like you have to allow location access when you're applying for it. <laughs> turn on yeah. Turn on location mode. If you're not on a bar stool at a TAB, you don't get approved. Some sh- right. some strict um, guidelines for that actually. Mm. Well, that yeah. Well, that's it's perfect actually. But yeah, look, got to go Penrith. Like, I think maybe I might have a little bit of cash on the Broncos though. It's for a bit of fun. Uh, next one, uh, pretty good uh, middle of the table clash here. Manly Sea Eagles. This will be a ve- this is first Bulldogs. Yeah, this is a very interesting battle, I reckon. Yeah, at Manly, what do you th- what do you think? Well, I'm real interested. To s- I'm real the. I uh, I'd have to I don't know, like my sort of my. My head sort of says Manly, but my heart says Bulldogs. But I just don't think the Bulldogs would have fully clicked yet, even with the kick out and Coruscant. Coruscant will make an immediate impact. but um, And I think they'll put up a fair bit of fight. But like Coruscant's at the Tigers. You're talking about Marnie at oh, the Bulldogs? Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, who am I talking about? Reed Marnie. Yeah. Sorry, Reed Marnie and, um, Reed Marnie and kick out. Yeah, so they're going to make an immediate impact, I think. But yeah, Manly's got Turbo though. Turbo's back. Apparently, he's fully fit. Um, I think Manly are going to maybe pump him. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't tip against Manly against the Bulldogs at home. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, like, I don't think. I think Bulldogs will have a similar year to to like. No, they've got to be better, right? I don't know. Definitely have to be. I'm better. not. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling the Bulldogs. Uh, so next one, North Queensland Cowboys uh, versus the Raiders. This is just going to be Cowboys demolition job, I reckon. I think that's, um, in my opinion, the biggest, the second biggest lock of the NRL week is the Cowboys at a dollar thirty nine. Second biggest, yeah. I'd, I'd Big. say it's my only. Well, <laughs> not my only lock, but it's the only thing I'd like kind of put into a, a you know. Comfortably into a leg of a multi and have a fair bit of money on it because oh, there's one dollar forty. There's one more you would. Yeah, what else you got? What else? Well, we're we're skipping a game. Oh yeah, wait, you're right. There is one. <laughs> but next game's the Sharks versus the Rabbitohs. Now, Sharks rightfully have blown out to two fifty. Rabbitohs a dollar fifty four. I think without Nico, they're going to struggle to beat this uh, Rabbitohs side. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think the Rabbitohs could potentially smash them. Um, it, with Nico there. I would have, I would have definitely tipped the sharks, definitely. Yeah, at home. No, I think the sharks are. I think the sharks are still like a really solid side everywhere. I just don't think with that. But Nico's there. Yeah, Nico's losing there, your Cooper half back like that is, it's damaging. Oh, I'm, I'm going Rabbitohs. Yeah, same, definitely Rabbitohs. Base same team as last year, whether where they went to the finals, you know. So yeah. Oh, I'm not sure about that though. I just because I just because Rabbitohs. Arms are not that great, are they? Yeah, no, nah, I've got to go Rabbitohs. Okay, next one. So this is be the other lock. Uh, Dolphins, the newcomers versus Sydney Roosters. This, what do you reckon this is going to oh, be? Um, I think the Roosters, I think it'll be competitive for 15, 20 minutes with the Roosters mm. trying that in those first 15, 20 minutes. And then I think by the time second half comes around, I think the Roosters will be walloping them. I reckon they'll win by 30 or 40 points. Yep, yep. Possibly, yeah. Now, that'd be... Um, That's got to go in the multi. The well, roosters. yeah, Roosters 13 passes a dollar fifty four. Oh, That's a lock, isn't it? Oh. You can get them to win by three tries for a dollar eighty six. Mm. What do you reckon, Dano? 
Yeah, I reckon do it. Can we uh, can we get a lock of the week every week for this and see how far into the season we can get with yep. picking our, our certainty? Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, yeah, I reckon we'll do that. So this week we've got Cowboys outright at a dollar forty. Yeah, all, all I want all I want weekly is an outright winner certainty. Yeah. Right. Okay. But what about if it's not paying much? It's all right. I'll accept it. Our lock of the week might have to, some weeks, contain two teams, I reckon. (laughs) And when the AFL comes, that could grow to four. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, (laughs) if you want to go one, well, I'd go Cowboys this week just for the, because they've got a bit better value, but the real lock of the week is just the Roosters to win, I guess. But you're not going to, but you can't make any money betting on it. What what is that paying? $1.12. You'd have to bet on them to win by... Um, Maybe we can tries. start this lock of the week for the NRL with a hundred bucks on in it. <laughs> just yeah, we should compound interest. Yeah, just compound it. Yeah, yeah, not a, not a bad idea. And then just roll it into the next. Yeah. Week. Well, what do you want yep. to go this week? We'll just quickly touch on the last game. Uh, possible um, spoon off. Oh. Tigers versus uh, Titans, but I'm actually excited for this game. I'm excited for and, all of them, and I keep repeating it. But yeah. This, this, <laughs> Keep repeating myself, but this race for the spoon, geez, it's, it's, it's heating up it's already hot, and it hasn't even started. Some hot spoons with no heroin addicts around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, there's a couple of... Um, geez, I'm actually excited to watch the Tigers this year, to be honest. So uh, am I. So, so I, like, in, in this game too, it's tough, man, but I think I'm going to go Titans, to be honest. Titans always start good as well. Like they last year, they started against the Eels, if you remember that, and it was a cracker of a game. I think it was like a one of those like twenty eight, twenty six games. Yeah, or it was 30, real 32. good. It was really yeah. tight. Um, you know, Titans are the underdogs. I, th- I think I think I'm gonna have to pick Titans as well for this one, which is traveling. They don't go too well, but I think for feeder looks like he's firing. They did really well in the trials as well. Like so, anyways, I'm, I think they're gonna be better this year. I'm going to go Titans as well. Go the Goldie. All right, so what? Do you, what what's going to be our lock, our TCRN, sorry, TCRT lock of the week? We'll, 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 just, we'll discuss that and post it on the socials, I reckon. No, because let's throw, Let's say it now. What do, you, what do you reckon? Can we do the two? I'd go Cowboys because they're $1.40. I, I, yeah, I agree with that as well. No, I reckon we just, should we just keep it to one if we're just going to compound it? All right, Cowboys then, definitely for value. Yeah, okay. And what, Dan, are you saying we can only do head-to-head bets? Yeah, only head-to-head. Just, I just want a certainty a week. Okay, Cowboys. Or, 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 or if you think, if, if the certainty is a margin, then I guess it's still a certainty <laughs> in your opinion. Well, in that case, <laughs> <laughs> should we go? Well, I think the better bet, uh, the better bet is still just Cowboys to win then. Win. Do you agree? I agree, definitely. All right, that's it. Cowboys outright. Cowboys outright. Maybe what we can do, would you be able to multi an AFL to an NRL outright? Definitely. Yeah, do you want to? Yeah, we'll definitely do that. We'll, we'll, add, we'll, add, we'll add that in as soon as AFL starts. Yeah. Let's that do that. Yeah, game. All right, Done. sweet. Just before we get into the UFC, uh, you said, Corbs, the, well, last week we were talking about the Indian cricket and their pathways for their youth. <sighs> Uh, if anyone listened, we just weren't sure whether. Um... Sorry, boys, that was a toilet. 
<laughs> we, uh, that's we, all right. We weren't going to put that on mystery no, sound no, of the no. week or something. No, no, that's, <laughs> right. might be that's a, right. It might be a double, <laughs> might be a double flusher. <laughs> You're on the shit of that whole time. Oh, the whole NRL talk. <laughs> Fuck, I'm in agony, boys. <laughs> Is that on purpose? No, it actually um, it hit me like a bomb and I had fucking Minga asking me all these questions and I couldn't think. Oh, I'm back now, boys. Talk to me. All right, well, I was... I yeah, was... Well, we, sorry, we were talking about um, how do all the uh, all the Indian cricket players, do they all come from money or do kids come out of the slums because we'd never really heard yeah. about it? And we spoke about yeah. uh, uh, reaching out to the Crick Oracle. Um, yep. Yeah, and the Crick Oracle's actually... <laughs> reached out to Corbs because he listened. So uh, the message goes as follows. It says, uh, tell the boys the Crick Oracle was listening. Ari <laughs> Indian Cricket Pathway. I was hoping he was. Don't need to be privileged. They have a ton of academies and scholarship programs. So there's opportunity for any kid. If you took a hat-trick once on a concrete driveway in the outskirts of Bangalore, chances are you'll get a crack in the academy. <laughs> they, ha- they have multiple first-class state-level competitions. <laughs> And something like 40 teams at that level. We have six. Over 5 million registered cricketers. So there's probably a Coley out there toiling away in an academy. Jadija in current test team is from a slum. Never came from money. Once you represent at international level, you're not only privileged, you're worshipped. (laughs) I didn't know what to write back. Wow, the Crick Oracle. I wrote back a little thing and I didn't get anything because I don't think he understood it because none of it was in cricket terms. (laughs) Jeez, that's good. What'd you say? What'd you say back to him, Corbs? No, it doesn't matter. That's not important. <laughs> it's not important? It's not important. I wrote, how's that? Nah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. He probably would have responded to that. <laughs> do, you reckon, do you reckon Crick Oracle... How good is the like Crick Oracle? Do you reckon he knew all that off the top of his head or do you yeah. reckon he studied? Nah, nah, nah. I think, what are you I talking about? Knew, I think he knew it off the top of his head. Wow, I want to know a bit more about. I want to know a bit more about the Crick Oracle. I want to know his cricketing background. I want to know all these things. Yeah, he's just. Trying, well, we'll get we'll get him on. We'll get him on next week. Can't wait, can't wait to get him on. Tee him up. We'll tee it, we've got to tee it up. He's on. Do, do you boys? So, so you boys didn't know there's a test match going on right now, did you? No, I did. I, I only threw headlines saying Australia um, looking to bounce back in. Where is it? Where, where's it? Where is it? It's in India. Yeah, but is it in Bangalore? Where, but? Oh. Anyways, that was the headline. <laughs> that was the headline. It's um, Kashmir. Australia, uh, Australia's bowled them out for 108 today, boys, in within two sessions. It was crazy. And we are currently one for 96, so we're only 12 runs behind with nine wickets in hand. Huge start for Australia. So we, if we hit 13 runs, we can. it's done. It's done? No, nah, it's the first inning. So oh, sorry. I thought you said both. Yeah, no, no, of course not. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, we're we're doing really well, so it's huge. And it's so it's the third test out of the four. They've won the first two, which means they retain the trophy. Like the this, they play for the Border Gavaskar Trophy or whatever. They retain it because they won it last time, and in, you know, best case, we can draw the series. But still a bit of pride on the line, so it's pretty good to see a bit of fight by the Aussies. Definitely, but yeah. It's yeah, good. that is good. That's a less privileged performance already. You know, Dave Warner's from the um, the slums of uh, what do you call it, Maroubra? Oh, is he from Maroubra? The the commission flats in Maroubra, apparently. So 
There's a little, there's a little sl- fun fact. He's a bra boy. He's a bra boy, mate. Basically, apparently he's a legend. Man. Apparently he's a legend. Yeah, right. And he I just cops a lot that. of shit. He just cops a lot of. He's the most hated Australian cricketer I can ever think of. Like I, I cannot think of a more hated Australian cricketer. Do you think it's because people just don't think he's handsome? I think it could be to due to his like his face and his expressions and stuff. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? That's fucked. That's he look, probably he looks it, angry. though. He, he looks a bit angry and stuff, so it's like, fuck. I like Warner more than I like Michael Clark. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, we won't. Well, let's get into the UFC then, shall we? Yeah, get into it. All right, so we got UFC 285. Now, this is a – look, the card is um, – it's pretty good. It's the return of John Jones. Um which is huge. I feel like I've been waiting a long time for this. Um, he's back and he's competing at heavyweight against Cyril, uh, the Frenchman. Um, this is a, this is going to be a good fight. Uh, the undercard has has got some good fights on it, but it's not like as it's not as good as the Aussie card. Um, yeah, what a what, what are, you, are you ready for this, Dano? What are you what are you thinking? Mm, I I've been watching. A lot of John Jones, Cyril Garn full fights lately this oh, yeah. week. Yeah, nice. Uh, like recent ones, you know, for, from both of them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. We get if we're going to talk about the other stuff, I'll talk about that later. But yeah, right. So you're only watching recent John Jones fights. Well, I think the recent ones are. I watch. I watch all of them, but I think the recent ones are the, are the relative ones. Because. Well, I don't know if anything's relative because he hasn't fought for three years, but yeah, I'm ba- I'm basing it off recent performances, not old performances. My my theories. Yeah, fair enough. Well, let's just start. Let's just re- go through this main card. Um, give we've got a, we've got a Cody Garbrand on the um. We'll on touch. The prelims, we'll touch we? on that. He is the main fight on the prelims now. Um, his chin's been looking a bit suspect his last few fights. Um, he's got a guy called Trevin Jones who's got a 13-9 and nine record. Um, probably a few years ago, you wouldn't have thought um, Cody would be even fighting a guy like Trevin Jones with how well he was going, but I guess he's dropped down the rankings a bit. Trevin Jones is trying to work his way up. Cody Garbrandt's lost, lost his last two, but to pretty much title contenders in Kai Kara France and Rob Font. The thing that um, I don't like about what Cody's done is he went down that weight, another weight division to fight Kaikara France last time and got knocked out, which is similar to like what TJ Dillashaw did. And it happens to people, a lot. it seems to happen a lot when people go down and wait. Dan Hooker as well, when he went down, he got cleaned up. Um, it's uh, it, it kind of, when people do that, I kind of, I don't know. It's almost like they're kind of giving up on their division and then going down and, when, and they always seem to kind of lose convincingly. So he's lost. He's lost. He's lost five of his last six, and four of them have been KO. weren't they starting to call him? What was his his name's Cody No Love? No, calling no, like call no, him No Chin or something. No, yeah, Cody No Chin <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. He's uh since those Dillashaw losses, which were like fucking just a bee's dick away from him winning them, like they were because. They were close. Like, they were even, like, almost landing at the same time when Dillashaw knocked him out with one of them. Um, yeah, he just kind of fell 
fell off the ship a bit after that. Although he did hit um, Rafael Asuncao with that right hook. That was a sick knockout after it. But then he's just come out and lost in a few. Like, I, I don't know. I think he, like, it just depends where he's at now in his career, you know, with this fight because, yeah, it's just hard to kind of come back from what he's going through at the moment. And Trevin Giles, like, I think Cody should beat him. But, I mean, geez, it's probably, it's, yeah, it just depends what Cody's looking like these days, hey? Yeah. Um, I don't it's going to be interesting. I'm curious. I'm very curious about it. I'd go Cody if I was going to. Yeah, I've got to go Cody as well. He's I was just going to pick that. He's versus better contenders, but God, he's got a suspect chin. I wouldn't. T- I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't touch. I probably wouldn't touch it with any confidence. But yeah, anyway, what about the fight prior con? Oh, uh, yeah, Derek Brunson and Brunson and Drickus Duplessis. Drickus <laughs> with the fucking Harry Potter name. Uh, Drickus. I don't know if that Drickus won any fans, the way he handled that, beating that Darren Till and in the presser and stuff. He seems like a bit of a dick, to be honest. Drickus still knocks Duplessis. Is that his nickname? Still, still knocks, knocks, but knocks spelt different, like, you know, different. Oh, yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, man, to be honest, if I, I don't know what the, what are the odds on that fight, Corbs? So $1.40 for Drickus. Yeah, two ninety seven for uh, Brunson. I'd take Brunson. I just remember Brunson versus um, the Killer Gorilla. Yeah, he was just he just he I don't know he I reckon he also has a very suspect chin. Brunson. Brunson. Yeah. Yeah, but he can he can wrestle guys. He like, can wrestle I, don't, good. I just don't really rate Drickus. Nah, he's not. You a know, top look at that fight against Darren Till. Like Darren Till, who I checked out Darren Till. <laughs> I just don't really rate him. So I'd take Brunson at that price. That's nearly $3 any day against a guy like Drickus. Yeah, that'll be interesting anyway, but... But yeah, that, the, pre- the prelims look good. But let's get to this main card because the first fight on it is um, Jamie the Night Wolf Pickett. With a formidable nickname. But he's up against a guy, Bo Dean Nickel. Bo Dean Nickel. Have you, have you guys heard of this guy? Yeah, yeah, I've heard a lot about him. Yeah. yeah. So, 3-0 and in MMA, but a decorated wrestler. He's pretty much um, the Seppo's answer to comes up Chemayev, or that's what they're hoping anyway. Um, he's in the middleweight division too, so... Can he throw hands? I mean, it's hard to tell off his three fights because they've all finished within the first round. It's the longest his fight's ever gone so for is 57 seconds. Is that all wrestling? Uh, I think he's got two submissions and a TKO. Um, 57 seconds is his longest figure of the three? Yeah. 50, That's pretty 52. solid. First one was 33 seconds, round one. Um, second win was, and that was punches. Second win was a rear naked choke. Oh, no, sorry. Rear naked choke a minute in. And then triangle choke um, 52 seconds in. So, yeah. But bone nickel to win in round one is paying $1.50. Yeah. I mean, this has got to be a step up in competition for him. But it's not. Can you bet on? Can you bet on him not to win in round one, Corbs? Like, yeah. is that a bet? Yeah, you can. Well, you can say um, you can have all the fight go the distance. Mm. No. That's a that's a dollar, <laughs> that's a dollar seven. 
Um, yeah, I wouldn't bet on him to not win in round one. <laughs> I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna pump him. Yeah. Um, Jamie Pickett's no oil painting. Um, <laughs> he he doesn't have a really good record. He hasn't really fought um, much competition. Um, the Night Wolf is basically being thrown to the wolves here. <laughs> I can tell you, this has been this is Bodine Nichols. Um, you know, welcome to the UFC fight, and they have not thrown him. Oh, he's going to he's going to finish him in round one. Yeah, yeah, he's going to finish him in round one. Yeah, yeah it's sorry. just it's just a matter of whether or not he like well, sorry how is he going to do it? That's all right. <laughs> it's just how is how is he going to do it? That's the thing. Is he going to submit him or is he going to? Knock him out, ground and pound. He's going to fucking strangle him. He's going to fucking strangle him. I think he's going to strangle him too. <laughs> so, so bo, 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 nickel by, bit- bo nickel by submission in round one's two bucks. That's pretty good. Is it two bucks in round one? The submission. Yeah. That's still not, not much though, hey. Nah, not enough because as Especially you said, when he you could, could knock just him pin, out. pin him down and, and yeah. pump, pump him till the ref calls it off. TKO. Yeah, I don't, I don't like – the odds are too short to – Really do much on this, but if you were going to, I'd definitely I'd go submission. I think he's I think he's going to take him down, ragdoll him, and submit him. I reckon he's going to go up to him face to face and go the old school two hands around the neck, strangle front on <laughs> while he's standing. <laughs> yeah, just standing. Has anyone ever done that? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> just standing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what they call that. You know, like just the. I think the they call that the, 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 the standing. They, they call that the DV. Domestic. The typical movie scene <laughs> choke. You know, like they call that the rugby league. <laughs> they call that the rugby league off season. <laughs> the, yeah, the off season. <laughs> the off season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The off season choke. <laughs> yeah, the off season choke. <laughs> <laughs> the off season DV choke. All right. Well, yeah. yeah look. I don't know. It might that he might as well do that because I don't think it's just probably not going to last that long. That one, but it yeah, will be oh, interesting to see this guy. Might. Yeah, it, like because this this I hope they build him quick before Kamzat bloody falls off a cliff or ends up in fucking prison um, for hanging out with war criminals or something so like is he, that. Is he is he Cummy's weight and size? He's Cumshot's weight division. Yeah, middleweight. Great. It is good because it'd be a full like America versus fucking Russia showdown. Um, wrestler versus wrestler. Yeah, let's see. Let's just see how he he'll need like to, to at least three fights before he gets a fight at the top there. So let's just see how he goes transitioning into this sort of level. It'd be a good watch. Um, next fight on the card: Mateusz Gamrot, a, a Polish guy, uh, versus Jalen the Tarantula Turner. Apparently, Jalen Turner has a hundred tarantulas. I can't even say it. Tarantulas. <laughs> Tarantula. Yeah. Tarantulas. Tarantula. Yeah. Apparently, he owns a nice. hundred of them. That's pretty weird. That's pretty it's just weird, isn't it? It's not yep. even like. It's not even that cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird as because if you, I feel like if you own if you own three, why like why do you need a hundred? They they they. Surely they all look the same. Yeah, but I don't reckon you need any. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, I saw a dude. You, I saw a dude um, walking um, with a giant python around his neck down at the river today when I was work- walking the dog. He, wa- he was walking his snake. He was walking his snake, <laughs> and he had a. That's fucking. 
and he had a like a t- ra- rainbow tie dye t shirt on and like um, blonde hair on top and then like a black beard. And um, if I'm honest, he he looked a little bit mentally disabled, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he might not have been. Him, him he might not have been. <laughs> the the, the blob. Oh, okay. The fucking poor snake, dude. I was like, fuck, does that thing even want to like. Be walked? Be walked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah imagine like just taking your snake for a walk. Yeah. Stuck it off to take the snake for a walk. Dude, yeah, it's pretty fucking. I mean, sh- whatever. Like, it's not like it's going to hurt anyone. Fucking weird, though, right? Yeah, it's really weird. I'm not into keeping reptiles as pets. Even just not that into reptiles at all, actually. <laughs> nah, me neither. Anyway, the tarantula. Um, now, Gamrod, I don't know if you guys remember f- uh, f- last fort, Benil Dariush. Um, I forget what card it was. It was a good card. Um, 280. Where um, Olive's got... Um Finished by Makachev. Ah, uh, that was it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, and look, he's he's really good. He's a really good wrestler. Um, meant to have really good cardio. Uh, links everything together. Just pretty relentless. Um, really, really fast. Um, I think he's kind of small for for a lightweight. Um, but he and he relies on that speed and wrestling a lot. But um. He his cardio kind of faded in the um, Benil Dariush fight, and it was because he couldn't get his takedowns and he couldn't hold him down when he did get them, and then he was getting caught with shots. So he was just like depleting as the fight went on, and Dariush just ended up kind of schooling him. But um, I don't think Jalen Turner's at the at that level that um, Dariush is at. I think he's probably he could be on on his way there, but I don't think um, I just don't know if he's going to be able to handle it the way Dariush did. So I kind of think Gamrot by points here. I don't, I don't think Gamrot will finish him and I think, and he might even have trouble holding him down, but um, I think he'll get him. I think he'll just, it'll just be, it'll go to the decision. And I think he'll get him. I think I'm um, that Jalen Turner is like a very exciting prospect. Like when he, he submitted um, Brad Riddell. Yeah. Very quickly. That was a tough fight very to watch. Quickly. And then he, like his, his record is really good. Um, but it's just, as you said, it's not against the same competition that Gamrot's first. Um, nah. Oh, yeah. And Jalen Turner beat that Jamie Malarkey, the Aussie. He just hasn't been fighting at the same sort of level. But um, nah. So, look, possibly a bit of a step up in competition for him. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm going I'm going Gamrot. What do you reckon, Dano? Yeah, I'll go with you, Mingo. I'll go Gamrot. Gamrot decision. What are you doing, Corbs? Are you going to make it interesting? Oh, I, 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 want, I want to make it interesting, but... Go on, do it. I'm going to go... Um, I'm, going to, I'm going to go Turner with this one. I'm going to go Jalen yeah. Turner. How's he get it done? I think he's going to do it by... by um, I think he's going to do it by KO. Okay. What's that paying? That'd be paying all it's right. It's $5.60. Right? Ooh. What's Gamrot points? Probably only like $2 or something. $3? Three dollars seventy-five. That's not bad. Mm, that is not bad. Yeah, this is going to be a like, uh, uh, yeah, Gamrot's definitely got the upper hand in the wrestling, but that guy's pretty. That Trevin guy looked pretty slick. He's six foot three, and rangy. I don't know. I don't yeah, 
it'll be it'll be a good fight. Good fight. Now, next one. This one's interesting. Um, I've spoken about this guy briefly on the podcast before, but uh, Shavkat Shavkat Rachmanov versus Jeff Neal. Um, Shavkat is sixteen and I, uh, born in Uzbekistan, fighting out of Kazakhstan. Um, he's got that sort of like Asian Russian look about him, like he possibly is a descendant of um, Genghis Khan or something like that. You know that sort of look. Yeah, yeah, it's a formidable look. Yeah, he's and, a, he's an absolute weapon. Yeah, dude. he's a weapon, dude. <gasps> and I want Shavkat to verse come shot. Yeah, I don't think they ever will because I don't think like Shavkat's welterweight. He's not a middleweight, um, and I don't know if um, come shot will be fighting him welterweight weight much anymore. To be honest, but this guy is um, he's pretty fucking good, and a lot of people wouldn't have seen him because he's just been fighting on fight nights and stuff like that. Um, so it's pretty cool that he gets his opportunity below the two main fights on this um, big card. Because I think he's going to come out and uh, really impress everybody. So do I. Yeah. Um, so, look, I'm going to go... Good sh- good mixture of good mixture of wins as well. Like eight by knockout, eight by submission. No decisions. Oh, yeah. He can do it all. Yeah. It's, that's pretty fucking solid, isn't it? He's a Sambo master. Um, yeah. Big raps on him. Look, it's... Uh, yeah. I, I think he'll do it by submission just because Jeff Neal's... He's got a hard head. I swear, like, uh, Jeff Neal, when he was still fighting in the UFC, was, like, a, a waiter in his spare time at a restaurant. Was he? Yeah, when he first started in the UFC, even for a few fights or something. I think, was Jeff Neal the... Um, Hands of Steel. Was he the military boxer? I think he was, like, something like that. Uh, he was, like, some sort of... Was he? Maybe. Military boxer or, you know, started fighting when he was in the military or something. But I, I actually loved watching Jeff Neal fight... Um, a little bit ago, a couple of years ago when I was watching him. Yeah. He's always putting on good stand-up fights. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think Shavkat's going to smash him. Well, Jeff Neal's last two wins are over um, Vicente Luque and Santiago Ponzinibbio, so they're not bad wins. Um, he also lost to Neil Magny, who Shavkat recently dismantled. Yeah. And then uh, he lost to Stephen Thompson in a stand-up match, which most people do. So, I don't know, man. I, yeah, I, I don't think, think he's at Shavkat's level. I almost think that method of victory that you said. Um, Submission. Yeah, I almost think that's a lock. Well, I don't want to say it, but I do want to say it. Yeah, I want, I want to say it too. But the only problem with it is, I think he, like, I think he probably finishes Neil. Like knocks him out? Well, just somehow finishes him. Definitely finishes him. But I think the submission might be the quickest way for him to get him out of there. Oh, for sure. I don't know. Jeff Neal's not fully known for his wrestling, is he, at all, really? He's nah. a stand-up. He's a striker against someone who's an elite yeah. sambo. And I don't think Shavkat's going to um, stand with him for too long because that's, you know, that left-handed Jeff Neal's is how he wins fights. So Power. You think, he, you think he takes him down. I reckon he'll stand with him for a bit just because he probably backs his own striking and he, and he probably thinks he's a better striker, and he probably is. But I think um, eventually he gets him down and submits him. What are you, what are you guys going to go? I'm fully, I'm fully around that sub. Yeah. What's that paying? Uh, $2. Oh, is that all? Yeah. It's, it's um, $2.70. $2.70, yeah. 
What's the what's the knockout paying Corbs? Two ninety five from Shavkat. Mm. I'm gonna. Go I, I think your up. theory. I think your theory about the the hard head is good, Minga, and the subs probably yeah. pretty safe, isn't it? Well, yeah. Like I do, it it's it's tough. It could go could be either way. I just don't see Shavkat losing, but yeah, Jeff Neal will have a hard head on him for sure. It's been knocked out once. Yeah. In six in four losses. So Yeah, his head's hard. It's a hard head. All right, so Shav, Shavkat Shavkat submission seems pretty unanimous there, Minga. Yeah. Corbs. All right. I almost let's do it. I almost think it's a lock. Yeah. It's going in lock. it's going in all my multis. Yeah. Shavkat sub. I can't I can't lock it. Just because yeah, just because yeah. of the variables, you I know? know. Yeah, he could he could just pin him and knock him yeah. like, until he gets tapped TKO, yeah. you know? It's not like a Justin Tuffer situation like we had oh. the other week where there's no other way he's probably winning that fight. That, out of all your locks, that was probably the bi- and you so even he- said on the potty. Yeah. I I, I want to go um knock out round one. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is oh, four seventy. Yeah, me yeah, too. He, yeah. <laughs> Was, I, I did one or two for $3.80 or something. Couldn't believe yeah. the odds I got. That was good. I wish I had a lock like that on this card, but I just I know. if the, Maybe the closest thing would be that, the submission, but it's just there's the other variable there, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Um, so next fight, this is a title fight, uh, women's fight, uh, Valentina Shevchenko versus Alexa Grasso. This one's easy. Yeah, it is. This, this this is so easy. We can just say it and move on, I reckon. Not much <laughs> yeah, to speak yeah. about here. Shevchenko's yeah. fucking lethal. Grasso is so not bad cool. looking. She's so clean, isn't she? She's yeah. just crisp. Everything She's got everything as well. She's got five she's power. So, she's so crisp. Grasso is not a bad looking chiller, though. <laughs> <laughs> She's about to be a whole lot better. I hope she doesn't get bashed. I hope she doesn't get bashed too bad. <laughs> she loves it because she, she's hot. <laughs> she loves it. Um, yeah, look, she's Mexican, so she's got that going f- for her. So, um, yeah, look. Oh, she's not that hot. Bigger. She's from Guadalajara in Mexico. That lot of good-looking women come out of Guadalajara. Mm. I've been there. It's pretty. Um, <laughs> Some apparently some of the best looking women in Mexico. Yeah, right. That's not why I went there though. <laughs> a lot of good <laughs> museums and that sort of stuff. Good re- <laughs> good parks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard there's good I heard there's good like nature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good good um fauna. Yeah. Um yeah, so look <laughs> fauna. I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah. She's, look, she beat uh, this uh, Vivian Arajau girl and um, Joanne Wood, who are kind of like up there in those rankings, but the level in these women's divisions changes so much once you get to the top couple of um, chicks, and I just don't see her doing it. Nah, there's only um, one chick that could probably beat <gasps> Shevchenko. Yeah. That's Nunez. But yeah. She's already beaten her twice. Yeah, but... You know, Shevchenko. Dodgy, dodgies, I, yeah. I think Shevchenko's gotten better since then. And I think Nunez yeah. on almost like not a downward, but just uh, not a downward, sorry, but just more time off. You know, where well, Shevchenko. Well, Nunez is a, is a father now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
She's a dad. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> she's always <laughs> been a bit of a dad, though. Let's be she's, honest. She's more daddier than most of the Australian cricket team. Yeah, she more, she's a lot. That's a lock. That's the lock of the week. <laughs> is that she is more of a dad than the Australian cricket team? Oh, you'd, yeah. you'd, you'd rather her hold you than. Than Marnus Oh, She'd protect you more, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd feel safer in Amanda Nunes' arms. 100%. Well, want, is that what they Nathan, call it? Do you want call... Nathan Lyon holding you or do you want, <laughs> do you want the, Nunes holding the you? The lioness, please. <laughs> please, mama. Give me the lioness <laughs> every day, <laughs> mama, every day of the week. <laughs> I'll be a mama. A bit of a cue in that name. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that, that instead of a, they don't call her Amanda now, they call her Amanda. <laughs> they, added a, they added a D to the Amanda. And, and then da. Amanda. Da is dad in Irish. It's Amanda. 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 Da. It's a man dad. It's a man dad dude. Amanda. Amanda. Anyways, Amanda Nunes would probably. <laughs> Amanda Nunes and Ventel and Amanda Nunes and Valentina Shevchenko is the fight we want to see, but that's not the fight we got. So there's only two ways this goes, right? Or is there three? It's just whether Valentina Shevchenko subs her, knocks her out, or wins on points. And now Alexa out. Grasso, not bad looking. So whether that um, is going to help her in the fight, probably not, right? <laughs> Probably not. But it, at this stage, from what we have in front of us here, that's all she's probably got going for her in this in this situation, right? We got, will, yeah. the, will the fight go the distance? No, a dollar forty eight. Uh, yeah. I don't I'm think just it. gonna go. I'm gonna go Shevchenko by knockout because I reckon she nearly lost that last fight of hers, and uh, I reckon she would have walked away from it and gone. Oh shit! Like I need to get serious here, or I'm gonna like you know, you know, finish off my career, you know, with a cut with a loss or something. And I don't think she wants to do that because it was that Talia Santos chick. Yeah, she nearly lost it. Yeah, and I reckon she's gone away and she's trained pretty hard and she's not gonna let that sort of thing happen again. And I'm just gonna go knockout because I haven't seen her knock anyone out in a while. Yeah, she's won four of her last five through a knockout. In in the in the United States, sorry. Oh yeah, because what have I got? Ground and pound, ground and pound. Two de- last four, two decisions, and two oh, ground and pound finish. Oh yeah, that was against the Water Dragon, Lauren Murphy. I remember that. <laughs> oh, and then and the Andrade one was the, when she put her in the crucifix. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, yeah that was brilliant. It's unbelievable. Um, but then you know you got to go all the way back to. Um, and then she had Chukagian ground and pound finish from Crucifix. Yeah. She loves a good Crucifix. Very religious. Yeah. <laughs> Big gun tattooed on her leg you as gotta, well. you got to go right back to Jessica I in uh, 2019 where she just fucking just obliterated her forehead with her shin, which is the, which is the Shevchenko I want to see this weekend. And so I'm going to go Shevchenko by knockout. What's that pain? That's $3.30. Yeah, I like it. I like it too. Throwing that in my multi with um, Shavkat sub, I reckon. Yep, definitely. And Bone yeah, Nickel like, sub I'll, round one. <laughs> what do you reckon is going to happen, Dano? I, I reckon Shevchenko knockout as well. Mm-hmm. That's that's all I reckon. Yep, I'm on. How about this? Um, let's get straight into the to the main event. 
We've got John Jones, a resurging John Jones against Cyril Garn. All right, Dano, what do you know? All right. I know two things. I don't know, but I'm, I think. Um, Death and taxes start, and John Jones submission. Yeah. <laughs> at the start, that's all I could think of when this fight got announced. I thought, surely Jones just wrestle fucks this guy. Like, Francis beat him on the ground. John Jones will manhandle this guy. Then I, then I watched the John Jones-Reyes fight. And he looked fucking shit. Mm. Then I watched the Cyril Garn tied to a Vasa fight and he looked really good. Yeah, man. Cyril's better every fight. Every fight he's gotten better. Actually, I've always really liked Cyril, but then... Controversial um, opinion, just quickly. Tied to a is not that good. But we love him. Anyway, we'll move on. (laughs) Yeah, he's not that good, Minga. No, you're right. He's a banger. You're, yeah, yeah. You're you're right. He isn't that good, but I, I just I don't know. I'm worried for John Jones. I feel like he, he I, I don't know. In the footage and stuff I've seen of him, he's he's looking like slower and it's just heavier and I don't know. I just I don't love the look of him. I don't yeah, love the look of you him. You got your doubts, yeah. What were you saying, Corbs? Oh, um. Watching Cyril originally when he was in the UFC and he was coming up and just beating everyone, I didn't love watching how he fought because he, he like, obviously it was so crisp and technical, but he was he'd just be in and out and he'd catch them and then come straight out with like that kickboxing style. But it was ve- it was very crisp to watch. I hadn't I actually haven't ever seen someone that large move that good. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, I, yeah, I've I've gone back and forth a lot with this and I've thought about it a fair bit. Um, nowhere near as much as Volk and that, obviously. But I've thought I've, I've put a bit of time into this thinking about it. Um, Con, were you saying John Jones by submission? I was, and but I, I look at um, Cyril Gaines' traps, and uh, yeah, yeah, he, I feel like it'd be hard to choke, man, because there's not a lot of neck there. It's all sort of uh, trap. You can't ch- you can't choke that man out. I, I reckon, reckon he's got a good artery coverage by those traps. You know, <laughs> yeah. like they'd be buried. Pre- his arteries would be per- buried pretty deep under. Those traps, I reckon, because yeah. he's all trap. Is a it's just like we were talking about um, last week with um, what's his name? Fucking <laughs> why am I blank? Josh Emmett. He's uh like not having a torso. Yeah. If anything, I feel like Cyril gains too much trap. Boys, I'm going to go all out here, and I say it with respect to John Jones because I think he is the best ever, and yeah. I don't think it's going to change anything. But I think Cyril might knock him out. Oh, Cyril. I think he's going to get him. I think Jeez. Cyril's going to get him. I can actually imagine, and it's hard to imagine, but I can imagine it. Cyril just kind of getting him and bashing him. For for me, that'd be the worst way to end this um, card. <laughs> to see John I'm Jones sorry. go down like that. I'm sorry. I don't know how I'd, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm sorry. Um. I just think that – so with the um, in, un, in Ungano, uh, with the Ungano and Cyril fight, I don't think you can really take too much or look too much into those takedowns um, because we've spoken about it before, but when you f- these guys are fighting guys that are, say, really good wrestlers and then it 
sort of opens them up because they're so worried about the takedown to get um, caught on the feet by the guys that are wrestlers. You can kind of make the guys that are the wrestlers yep. like look like better strikers because the other guys are worried too much about the takedowns. I think that was a similar case of the um, Ngannou and Cyril fight where he's so worried about that guy's hands on the feet, he's just never going to see that those takedowns coming. And they were god-ugly takedowns. God. Like, they were just like... That was so just rushing and like falling on top of him with all that body weight he has. And they're both so it was a pretty shit fight. Yeah, yeah it, it was. was shit. And Garner can kind of do that sometimes. But uh, look, I wasn't that impressed by that. And I can see why it would happen to Cyril. And he's not going to come into this fight, um, you know, not waiting for that. But I think that if he is worried about John Jones' takedowns, which he definitely should be, um, he's probably going to. It might even leave him a bit more open on the feet. But it's just a matter of, like, I really feel like if John Jones goes into this fight and he doesn't, and his ego isn't doesn't get to him and he wants to knock this guy out, he could easily take this guy to the ground and submit him. Like, fucking easily, man. Eight, eight like, bucks, too. For what? John Jones by submission. Get fucked. Eight dollars. Eight bucks. What the fuck? Yeah, that's so John the, Jones that's by probably the bet. John Jones by KO four dollars sixty. John Jones by points two dollars eighty. John Jones by submission eight dollars. I cannot believe I'm hearing that. I know that is a hundred percent my bet. That I'm going to put money on crazy. that. I'm going to I'm going to put money on that right you now. Can- <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm going to hedge but, this but fight I still heavily. Think yeah, that's so far off. What are they thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Not thinking. We all actually should get on this now. Oh, unless they're looking at his traps as well and thinking. Yeah, they, they, they did what you did. Yeah. They just looked at a couple of pictures of Google. But, I mean, he's got arms and legs. Like, that are also sh- massive. Yeah. <laughs> but I reckon a, a bigger, stronger John Jones takes him down easy and submits him pretty easy, man. Like, John Jones is a fucking killer with his submissions and stuff. There's no way Garn has, like, any sort of decent... Submission defense, like I mean, not at not at that sort of level, you know. Not off a fourteen week camp or whatever, you know. Nah, I just I, I really reckon if John if John wants to like put this guy away quickly, that's what he does. But if he wants to go in there and show that he's the best striker, um, then that brings Cyril into the game for sure. Um, so into that brings Cyril into the game. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I, I, man, at $8, fucking oath, I'm betting on John Jones' submission. But I just think, yeah, I, look, I don't know, man. I, I feel like John Jones coming back, he surely, to Christ, he has prepared for this and um, he's serious <laughs> again. And those fights have we ever seen, seen someone? Have we ever seen someone come back from, from this sort of layoff and lifestyle and do well? Yeah, John Jones has done it before. He's had two years off as well before this. Yeah, but he didn't come. He didn't look that good in his last nah. few. Like you're right, Dano. But like I, I think he would just he'd like just checked out a bit. Like I don't think the challenge was there as big as it was mm. for him. I don't know if the hunger was there, but which is still a question mark around this. Yeah, but I kind of I don't know. I'm kind of looking at him this time around, and I'm thinking that he wants this really badly. It's a new thing, you know. It's like a heavyweight title. He hasn't had that before, and um, I think he's gonna. I think like a. A, like a switched on, like prepared John Jones is almost unbeatable, even though there is those question marks and that time off and stuff like that. I just think um, he's definitely. I I don't see him losing, to be honest. 
Yeah, I reckon he can lose. So you've got uh, Garn knockout? Yep. But, but, gonna I'm put, but I'm going to put money on the submission, John Jones. So. <laughs> yeah, that is some juicy odds. What do you, what do you reckon, Corbs? So I'm going to put money on John Jones by submission because it's $8. But um, crazy enough, I've had a bit of a bit of a backflip as well, and I think I'm going to go Cyril Garn by points. Oh, what's that one paying? Not much. Oh, really? Not, 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 not much, but not like a juicy amount. It's... um. $4.40. I just think okay. um, a similar thing. I think like Cyril's going to be wary of Jones' takedowns, but I think um, Jones is going to be real real wary of um, of Cyril's stand-up. Cyril's stand-up's leading. Cyril's, like in, Cyril's probably in his physical prime. Yeah. And John Jones is probably well past. And I just think like the speed of Cyril and the movement is going to be like – it will be something. It'll just be hectic, I reckon. And I can just see him like picking him apart a little bit on the feet. And if John Jones can't get him down or can't really get to him, I just, I just can't, I just can't see John Jones matching it with him on the feet. Do you know? Can I make a prediction? I reckon you see John Jones put him up against the fence and lift him up and slam him into the ground. Yeah, I, th- I think that might happen a few times. <laughs> I reckon yeah, I hope John Jones like, makes a statement of, by doing it, like goes in there and just lifts his prick up and slams him hard. See, if, if Jones goes in and that first round does that, closes that distance, pins him against the fence, slams him, and then just smothers him that whole round... Cyril is going to be so gassed coming into that second round. Oh, he's round. going to be fucked. And then Jones could, could pick him apart. Like I, mean, I like my, Cyril. My head, like. my head says John Jones. I've just I've I've gone with Cyril. Just I don't know. I'm really, I keep backflipping, but I don't know. It's my smart bet says John Jones because I actually thought he'd be shorter in the odds, but Cyril gone. I don't know. I think I think Cyril's bit, like getting better every fight. I thought that with. Ty, when he, I thought he wasn't going to stand with Ty as much as he did. And he, like, I didn't think he was going to wrestle Ty, but he fucking schooled Ty when they um had a few exchanges, you know, just crisp. Yeah, I feel like yeah, Ty always had to like get him with a punch early. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, I don't know. Like, it's it's going to be good, but yeah, I reckon John. I mean, there's Jones the, there's the champion him. factor. There's the champion factor with Jones, you know, as yeah. well. You, you, you can't say anything. I don't know. You just can't write him off or anything like that. No but way. It's just. It's just. I feel like he's in a vul- he's in a vulnerable situation. I think. Regardless of everything that has gone on with him over the years, um, and whoever you might think he is outside of the cage and whatever, um, I am so fucking excited to see him walk back in there. I fucking love John Jones. The fighter. He's the best fighter ever. Yeah, I think so. I've never appreciated watching anyone fight more. If you if you go back and watch um his just all of his fights, any one of them like coming up or any of the title fights, not the most like three recent ones after he had that time off and all that stuff. Like, I don't think there's I've ever seen better fighting. Nah. Ever. Nah. <laughs> like he's so elusive and, and with yeah. everything with his stand up as well. Yeah. He's trying like. Bloody spinning elbows into into kicks into ridiculous takedowns. He was beating wrestlers that were decorated 
he was beating him on the on the ground. Yeah, if you haven't like if you haven't been following um, the UFC for that long, and you probably mi- you might have missed his run. It was before you know uh, <coughs> it kind of went fully mainstream or whatever. Um, go back and watch it because if you don't, you 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 don't probably don't really appreciate it if you don't if you haven't seen it. And, and I, think, uh, I think it was you, up you against, need to. I think it was up against the best when the lightweight was at its most stacked too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, easily. And it was the most scary contenders, and he was so young, and he was blitzing them. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. So one of the one of the first fights I ever remember ever like properly having a day for and watching was like the Cormier Jones the first one. Oh yeah, and, those um, fights were so good. Yeah, and like you know. A few of the boys were like, yeah, DC is like this crazy wrestler. And Jones was just throwing him around and I was like, what the fuck is yeah. this guy? Yeah. It was so cool. I know. He's a fucking freak, man. He's just a freak. It's, um, it's weird how in there, it's weird how in the fights, people that get done for steroids, you know, like they're not, they're not like really blacklisted in fighting for some reason. Yeah, but his one was like not his was not really cut and dry. You know what I mean? It wasn't like oh, you've, he's one hundred percent tested positive for steroids. It was like minor, minor traces of um was a doing- banned substance, like a like a picogram or whatever they call it, which is like the tiniest amount possible that could be picked up on their things, like almost like not enough to even like um. Register. Yeah, it's like, so, it's hard to like, you know, a lot of people. I, I'm I'm protecting him because I think it's the like best I've, ever. I feel like I'm doing another backflip. But, but like, yeah, there's it's not it's not like a TJ Dillashaw thing where he got caught, which is just like, oh my god, you're a fucking drug cheat. Um, yeah, or it's almost like, yeah, I don't know. Look look into it anyway, but. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think I think he's back. I really think he's back. Yeah, hopefully the weight just doesn't slow him down. Yeah. It's going to be so interesting to see how he goes with the extra weight and size and stuff. But I reckon it's just going to make him his takedowns better. Yeah, he can literally make him do it. stronger in the clinch. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyway, um, that's that. We we did pretty well last um last card with our picks, so see how we go this week. Bit harder this this time this one, I reckon. I'm really struggling with that John Jones one now. Why is that? I feel like I just want to say John Jones in the round like one or two now. <laughs> Course. Yeah. Not not round one. Maybe John Jones round two. That's gonna be <laughs> You can it's easy to talk yourself into it, isn't it? I just because all we, man, the whole build up, I'm like John Jones, no, no, like no problem, John Jones, exact same thing. He's just gonna ragdoll him, John Jones, you know, and then yeah, so, sort of same thing. Dano, I, like not that I went back and watched it, but I remember those fights vividly, like John Jones' last couple, and, and I've been yeah. watching Cyril closely all those ones because before I, I really liked Cyril, I was like, oh, he's, I really liked his personality. I think he's like a real gentleman of the sport, but I was like, oh, he's kind of like a bit of a boring fighter, just like a point fighter. Then the last couple where he's like decimated his opponents, I'm like, oh, he's actually getting really, like he's he's you know taking hits now, which like I didn't see him do before. But started smoking people, smoking them. But anyways, I'm yeah, I'm fucking sitting on the fence here a bit. Well, have you got anything to add, or should we wrap this up, Dano? No, I don't have I don't have much else to add other than more confusion. So I think we wrap it. <laughs> 
All right, sweet. We'll uh, look we'll uh, look forward to seeing what happens on the weekend, and we'll see you later. You see, boys. See you, Demo. Right.